You're listening to the Animation Addicts Podcast, episode 201. Movies that got you through the pandemic, plus animation comfort food. Welcome to the Animation Addicts Podcast with the Rotoscopers, the number one place to get your animation fix with animation addicts just like you. Each episode, we dive into the wonderful world of animation featuring Disney, DreamWorks, Pixar, and everything in between. From hilarious discussions and movie reviews to interviews with industry insiders, this show's mission is to brighten your day through our love of animation. So hop on your nerdy couch, grab some snacks, and get ready to hang out with your animation besties because it's time to dive into today's episode. Hey there, animation fans. I'm your host, Morgan Stradling. And I am Chelsea Robson. And we are excited to be back for another Nerdy Couch Discussion episode. We have a good one for you today. In our last Nerdy Couch Discussion, we talked about how streaming services and the COVID-19 pandemic, how they completely changed the game as far as the movie experience goes. And so we wanted to piggyback off that. And so today we're going to be talking about the movies that got you through the pandemic and also just various animation comfort food. Like what is your go-to animation movie that you watch again and again and again? And this was submitted by one of our patrons, Jack. So thank you, Jack, for this question. So Chelsea, let's first kick it off with movies that got you through the pandemic. Why? Uh-huh. First off, why is that a thing? <laughs> not, the, not the pandemic. That's a whole no, thing the, in, its, in itself. That's but the, the thing. comfort. Yes. <laughs> you know, they say that people go back and watch the same series or movies over and over again. And it's because it helps them cope with like anxiety or relax, uh, maybe even fall asleep, depending on what's the situation. Oh, yeah. uh, they know what's going to happen. And therefore, it's like it's familiar. It's comforting. And I honestly think that the pandemic was one of those things that was so stressful for a lot of people because things were so mm-hmm. different that they wanted something. And we all want something that we know is what's going to happen. Uh, and right. so it's, it's that comforting of like, I, this is something I know. <laughs> I may not know what's happening outside my house or anything, but this is something I know. You know, I think of examples of when you hear of, of series and movies and shows that people just watch again and again and again, it's things like the office and friends, things that they grew up with and they're comforting, they're funny, they're hilarious. And they just, make life easier, right? So it definitely makes sense that people turn to some of these comforts during the COVID-19 pandemic. For me specifically, this isn't necessarily a movie that got me through the pandemic, but a food that got me through the pandemic. For that first month or so, I found myself eating peanut butter M&Ms and not just a few peanut butter M&Ms here and there, (laughs) like bags of peanut butter M&Ms. And it was so (laughs) weird because I'm not really a, an emotional eater. Um, or like have an eating disorder or anything like that. But it was like, why is this happening? And it's so funny because when I went to college my freshman year, that was a very stressful time for me because I had no friends. Uh, It was just like really sad and depressing. It's cold up there. And so what I would do is I would go to the bookstore and I'd buy like the big, like family size bags of peanut butter M&Ms. Oh no. I just keep them in my backpack (laughs) and I'd eat like a whole one throughout the day. This is sad and pathetic. Okay. But (laughs) it was my comfort food and no wonder I gained 20 pounds the freshman 15 was more like the freshman 20 in my case. It it just was like you're eating peanut butter M&Ms. And so the same thing, I kept doing this. And I'm like, why am I eating these peanut butter M&Ms? Like I recognized it. Yeah. That like this is definitely falling back into some weird survival <laughs> mentality. Yeah. And I gained five pounds 
as a result. Thankfully, it was not 20. It was five. And then I got pregnant and I was like, no, because I always have a very strict you for me, at least, you know, get back down to your normal weight before you get pregnant. And so then I started this pregnancy five pound, whatever. It's just funny because I actually ended up gaining less weight this pregnancy than my other ones, which is weird. So the five pounds didn't matter in the end. But yeah, so peanut butter and M's, that is my go to comfort food. But let's go to let's talk about the movies. Did you necessarily have any movies or things that you watched during this time? Oh, for sure. I was um, I had a couple different marathons. I watched the entire Marvel series again. Ooh. And I, I also watched the whole Harry Potter series again. <laughs> and nice. of course, uh, Twilight, I watched multiple times again. Oh, again. yeah. <laughs> yeah, for me, it was Twilight. Like, I don't know. It's funny because since I have kids, like I used to go back and watch movies over and over and over again. But since having kids, I don't know. I don't do that as much. But it's so funny. During this pandemic, Twilight was that comfort that I just had a major love affair with again. And <laughs> it was, I reread the books. I rewatched the movies. I followed a bunch of Twilight fan accounts and podcasters and TikTokers. And I bought the new book that came out. So all of these things were coming to a head because they had this new book that we'd all been waiting for probably 12, 15 years at this point. Right. And it's just so funny. And, you know, shout out. One of the main things that got me back into kind of the Twilight is YouTube recommended this video to me by a YouTuber named Amanda the Jedi. And the title was Twilight is a disaster I can't look away from. And I'll (laughs) include a link in the show notes because like with a title like that, how can you not click? Right. It's like Twilight is bad, but I can't look away. I love it so much. And, (laughs) And it's great because, you know, I especially love her Twilight videos because she's unironically she unironically loves Twilight just like me. Yeah. She's not bashing it, but she realizes like there are some funny, weird, crazy stuff that happens here and we can all laugh about that, but I still love it. Right. And I was of like, course. yes. And so she's hilarious. Check it out. Amanda, the Jedi. And so because of that video, I just kind of like went down this twilight rabbit hole again. And it was so <laughs> comforting and refreshing and took me back to 2007, 2008 when I was in college, that sad time during my life where I discovered twilight and Edward was just so perfect and amazing. <laughs> and Bella and Edward, it, yeah, it's so bizarre and weird. And I am, I am not ashamed to say that I like am back on the twilight train. Oh yeah. No, I fell right back into that mold with you. Um, cause we, <laughs> as typically I, happens, as I typically get into happens. something and I say, Chelsea, I need <laughs> you me. too. I need someone else. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, no, but I mean, I, I unironically fell in love with it at that time as well and have fell right back into form when they announced the new book. And so I was like, yes, yes. And more. Yes. And then they also <laughs> made it available on, on uh, Amazon streaming. And I was like, yes, yes. And more. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's the, that was one of the major ones that I watched quite a bit. Um, also, you know, I was sick for, with COVID for 10 weeks. So I was basically in bed for 10 weeks and it was really kind of miserable. I mean, low key miserable. I was fine as far as like, I'm not, I didn't need to go to the hospital or anything like that, but I was just like, I had chronic fatigue for two months. So Mm -hmm. I was all down for, let's just watch a whole bunch of movies and I can't really function normally either way. So I might as well get my, (laughs) get my Twilight Marvel and uh, Harry Potter on. So that's what happened. I will say though, that right when the, when the pandemic all started, 
we did start and watch like Tangled the series, which mm-hmm. I think has both elements that you would want of the familiar because you it was a familiar like movie that we all we knew. Plus, you add in the like extra new stuff. So it was it had both of like the familiar, all the same characters, yeah. plus and voice actors, <laughs> plus all these new oh, adventures. Yeah. So I think that that was one of those main as far as animation goes. Um, that was probably yeah. one of the highlights of the pan- pandemia. Yes. And actually, during that time, we did two different episodes relating to Tangled the series. So it was all our jam during yeah. this time. We did an interview with the, produce, with the producer and creator, Chris Sonnenberg which was amazing and he's hilarious and I love him. And then we also did a review of the entire series with Isaac Carlson of YouTube fame from Watso Video. So in the show notes, I will include links to both of those so you can check those episodes out because they are really, really good ones. So that ties us into the next part of our discussion, which is just our animation comfort food. No, not peanut butter M&Ms, but animation (laughs) comfort food that you go back to again and again. Doesn't necessarily have to be in a pandemic situation. But what are animated films that you are just constantly going back to and watching because they're familiar, they're comfortable, you'll love them? All right. So as far as animation comfort food, I can go back and watch Beauty and the Beast any day. That's one of my my movies that it's like, yes, I can do this anytime. I love it. Marissa also, my sister, has a, an affinity for... Uh, quite a few movies. Um, so she'll, she basically keeps things going as, you know, through the, <laughs> through the years. Um, she <laughs> really enjoyed the Disney plus, uh, addition to our streaming services and, uh, just started her own marathons of basically all of the movies. <laughs> so I've been able to go through and watch quite a few of them. Uh, lady and the tramp was one that she was like, ah, yes, this is a good one. <laughs> I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> We're here. <laughs> Yeah, for me, I've talked about this on the podcast before, but in high school, my go-to fall asleep movie was Aladdin. I loved Aladdin. It's still probably my number one animated movie of all time or Disney movie. And I would just go to sleep watching Aladdin. So I'd watch 10 to 15 minutes, fall asleep. And then the next day, I'd have to kind of rewind to the last spot that I remembered and do that over and over and over again. In high school, that changed to Pride and Prejudice. Pride and Prejudice became my my go-to movie. It's not animated, but yeah. so. In my life right now, I don't really go back and I don't have an animated film that I'm like constantly going back and rewatching. My kids, though, yes, they do. They <laughs> literally only have two animated movies that they watch. It's Toy Story 1 and Frozen. Those are the only things. And I'm trying to expand their animation, you know, their their library. And But they don't care. They literally <laughs> only want to watch Toy Story 1 and Frozen. So, yeah, we will get there one day. I'm like, there's so many great animated films out there. but there's just a lot of really great ones. Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, like you said. Little Mermaid is just always a classic and great. Robin Hood, mm-hmm. I just so funny. And I think that we are going to do a future, uh, future nerdy couch discussion that in two weeks, we're going to talk about what makes a Disney classic a classic. And some of these movies that we've been talking about, typically these sort of comfort food sorts of movies are that. So That's just a little tease for in two weeks. So make sure if you haven't already to subscribe to the podcast. This was a really fun episode to do. Just kind of going back, thinking about the last year, just thinking about the positive times of, you know, the pandemic and not necessarily the crazy everything else. Like, let's go back to what we know. What are the comfort food 
not M&Ms, right? <laughs> and Twilight is that. Twilight, Aladdin, all the good things. All good things. All, all good, good things. <laughs> all good things. All right. Let us know your thoughts. What is your animation comfort food? What movies got you through the pandemic? You can go to rotoscopers.com slash 201, but also check out our Instagram. We'll have a post where you can go and comment. The link to that post will also be in the show notes. So definitely check that out. And our next episode, speaking of animation comfort food, but not really, because this is if this is on your list, we got to talk. Our next episode, we are going to be reviewing Disney's The Black Cauldron. Yeah, (laughs) this will be the first full viewing of mine. Yeah. So just to tease, (laughs) this is Chelsea. This is the probably the first full time that she has ever seen this movie. She's attempted many times, but will she get through this time? You better, because we need to talk about it, Chelsea. Okay, so. all right, all right. <laughs> Make it happen. Thanks, guys, for supporting the show. Be, to su- be sure to subscribe if you haven't. And until next time, we, we are, are the Rotoscopers. You've been listening to the Animation Addicts podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe and be sure to leave us a five-star review. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you want to help spread the word, be sure to share the podcast with your friends on social media. Just don't forget to tag us at Rotoscopers on Instagram and use the hashtag Animation Addicts. For all the links and full show notes for this episode, go to rotoscopers.com slash podcast. Now, if you still can't get enough for your animation fix, be sure to subscribe to us on YouTube and visit rotoscopers.com for more animation news, reviews, and interviews. Thanks for listening.